Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith West. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who's scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Close. Smash you. King Tom. Hey guys, you ever seen that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. Because you're weak and deep covered. And you, you're on the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 294 of The Sith List. I'm your host, Raj Dilichai, and my co-pilots, I guess my co-pilots this evening, is Tom Cruise and The Sith List Gang. Holy crap, here we go again. It, usually the guys try to throw me off from the private chat, but we've Randy's already thrown me off with his deep fake Tom Cruise. Um, I'm going to just push this and make you the very first thing so I can put this. Oh my god, it's not Tom Cruise. It's Harrison, Harrison fucking Ford. Ford. <laughs> oh my god. Just just say give me back my family real quick. Give me back my family. Oh my god, Randy. Well, that's Randy as Harrison Ford, I guess. Um maybe I'll put this out on Twitter so people can see why I'm so thrown up. Randy, what's up, buddy? What's going on? Oh, it's, it's actually kind of a dream come true, <laughs> um, uh, being here with you uh, in, in, a, in a weird way. But uh, everything's good. Les, how you doing, buddy? I'm trying to write a response to this thing. I'm doing okay. I'm doing fine. The man I call El Hombre and the man who has, he's got the jokes tonight in the private chat, Mr. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Dude, everything is coming up, Struthers. King Tom Chansky, king of all pods. How are you, my man? I don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah, know. I was ready for a fun little episode tonight. I was like, it's going to be way smoother than last week. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. We're missing Boo. Boo, is, he's on his anniversary. Happy anniversary, Boo. Him and Brittany are enjoying themselves. And let me tell you, that's a good choice, Boo, not to be here. <laughs> that's for sure. But um, yeah. Uh, how's uh, I'm gonna start with Eric. I know you said everything's coming up Struthers, but is it really? Eh, no, but um, you know what, man? One thing I've found as I've gotten older is that the only thing you can control is your reaction to your situation. That's the only part a lot of times. And mm -hmm. you just got to decide, listen, th there's my life rules, even though parts of it are kind of off the rails. So that's, that's what I'm going to focus on. And, uh, because worrying about it's not going to change anything. So, hell yeah, everything's right. coming up, Strathers. I love that attitude. 
Worrying about it literally would make things worse. So, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's a false sense of control, man. That's what constant worry about a situation you can't right. change is. Having trouble paying your bills, thinking about it twenty four seven isn't going to get them paid. No, trust me. And, and that's not, not my current problem. I'm just using that as an example. Yeah, I used to have that problem and not paying him and not thinking about him. Um, <laughs> that didn't work out for me either. <laughs> <laughs> King Tom Chansky, what's up, buddy? Uh, what, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good. You know, um, it's it's really thrown me off because uh, over the weekend, my wife and I, we have this thing every St. Patrick's Day. We watch The Fugitive. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at it right Saint now. St. Patrick's Day movie and seeing, you know, seeing Harrison Ford there. <laughs> I want to I want to give Tommy Lee Jones a call. Uh, right. Give me back my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible. Give me back my wife. I just combined fucking Mel Gibson <laughs> and Harrison Ford. I didn't kill my wife. But give me back my son was from France. Oh, Lord. That's how much is throwing me off. Les, uh, you doing okay? Other than trying to answer these crazy questions in the private chat room? I'm doing fine. I have a, a bit of a situation that I got to... It's going to take some adult navigation. Oh. But it sucks being a student and also having to try to make money and have to make a real decision on, do I forego uh, a semester and try to make as much money Ooh. as possible oh, oh, oh. and then dive all the way back in That's or what the one. hell do I do? And I've, yeah, that had is to, I've had to go down some avenues that are probably going to put me back in, probably going to have me speaking to people that don't no longer speak to me. Uh, but it is one of those things. So that is tough because the, the uh, catch 22 is you take that semester off and then it's hard to get back in, man. I mean, it just mentally, it's hard to get back in. Mm-hmm. Well, if things work out the way they should work out, which almost now means famous last fucking words, because it never fucking works out. Uh, <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah, sure. <laughs> well, at least you have celebration coming up. Yes. I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, people, celebration is coming up and uh, it's right around the corner and our 300th episode is right around the corner. So. It's going to be a lot of fun. I think we're going to have a good time. Oh, there you go. I think Eric's yelling at a ghost. I was yeah, yelling at my cat. Oh, oh, okay. oh so I had right, it muted right. so that you wouldn't hear me. Right. <laughs> I thought you were talking to me. I was like, what did I say? About our 300 about celebration. <laughs> celebration or 300th episode? I was like, shit. I'm sorry, Eric. All right. Well, let's just get into it. It's going to be an interesting one tonight. The jokes are abound and Harrison Ford's hanging out with us. Let me break down some stuff that I just did right before... I recorded tonight because I have this like famous list. Uh, Randy and Les know the list. I have a top 10 list of females who I think are unbelievable. And I know it's probably shitty to have, but hey, females have lists of guys too. So whatever. Okay. You want to cancel me for having a fucking list? Cancel me. Okay. Beyonce is obviously my number one. And then I have like Natalie Portman and, you know, Dua Lipa is really pushing for the number two role. Sorry, Natalie. But my son has gone into a deep dive into Katy Perry videos. Because Katy Perry videos are pretty fucking cool, man. I don't know if you've, you've seen Katy Perry videos. Like they're, I've never seen any of them until today. And they're pretty fucking fantastic. And she's fucking great. And she has... I mean, she was already in my top 10. She's really, really pushing for her top three role. I'm going to say something. She's phenomenal, by the way. She's a great, funny person, too. Yeah, go I'm ahead. I'm going to say something that's going to be slightly controversial, but I think we all know this. Most little boys, four-year-old mm-hmm. boys... Yeah automatically obsessed with boobs is that the deal oh no is he that like deal? no that, just like whoa that wasn't the deal Katie that wasn't Perry's the deal let me tell you what the deal was singing voice no fireworks the video fireworks oh, okay there we go 
It looks like fireworks are shooting out of her boobs at, at majority of the video, but okay, it's, it was it the fireworks there, in there the air, and it was the Super Bowl show where she's riding a massive mechanical lion into the stadium for the roar. The sharks, yes, and he loved that shit too. It was a great Super Bowl halftime show, man. I that absolutely loved show. that. It was. It the was. only reason I bring that up is because my nephew Adonis. That that's it. He's just finding into, ways to oh, put his boobs? hands on women's boobs. And he's just a little boy, so yeah, he's adorable. Makes sense. And yeah. he's like, oh, look at him. So what is he doing? Ha, ha, ha. ha. And you're <laughs> yeah, just like, no. you little punk. <laughs> but it yeah. is what it is. Right, right. Maybe, yeah. Maybe after seeing her in that, maybe that's why he wanted to watch every single videography. That's what they call her. Of, so I've seen every Katy Perry video. Yeah, big fan. I know she had with beef you. with... Yeah, are you? Thank you, Randy. Oh, yeah. Totally. I, I know she had beef with Eric's girl, but they're cool now. So we're, we're good, yeah. Eric. So let's talk about box office. Guys, I believe Batman's still number one. Yes, $36.7 million. It hit the $600 million mark worldwide. So well done for the Cape Crusader. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, the movie, is, am I saying it right? Or Jujutsu? It's Jujutsu Kaisen. Jujutsu Kaisen, $14.8 million. Well done. I don't know. Is that an anime, Les? Yes, it, yes, it is. Wow. Well, I, I, honestly, I don't know much about it because there's so many awesome anime out there, but it's it's definitely a popular one. It's just like how I think Demon Slayer a couple years ago, Demon mm-hmm. Slayer jumped out there. Remember how it like took number two? Yeah, out of nowhere. yeah. I think it was number one during the pandemic at some point. Yeah, I, I think you're mistaken. right. I could be I wrong. Think you're right. It. Yeah, there's just enough of an audience here to get into it. Yeah, well done. So Uncharted, 7.8 million. It's gone over 340 million worldwide. I wasn't expecting that. So well done. X, 4.4 million. And Dog, $4 million. And um, I'm looking at the list. Um, Kingsman, yes, another $9.27. Did better than last week. Um, So that's where we are for the box office. Did we watch anything, anyone? Yes. Oh, good. What, what, What do we got? Well, I finished Last Kingdom. Oh, I haven't started this season, man. But I will say this. There's, I immediately went to IMDb and started looking, and there will be a new deal, a new new series. Kind of like what Vikings did with the yes. new Valhalla? Okay. Yeah, because they just couldn't. You just can't do that. And, and you know what? If there is a show, it's I, I, people, Last Kingdom is actually a really good show. Uh, dude, I binged. Every single episode, I have two left, and I've held on because I thought it was going to be the last two ever. Uh, and you know how I am with letting go of my shows I love. Right. I, just, it, I, can't, I can't finish them because I feel bad about it. And I think Netflix is, uh, understands on this one, I think. So instead of just adding a, another season, they're just like, we're just going to spin this off to something else. So Okay, cool. It's going to be fun. Uhtred of Bebenburg is um, one of the best characters out there, man. He's the yes. shit. He's cool, man. You ever watch that, Randy? Last Never Kingdom. Heard of it? Oh yeah, it's. Uh, you might dig it, man. It's fun. It, it doesn't take itself too seriously, but it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's. Uh, how would you explain it, Les? Real quick. Uh, take Vikings and most of the names and places in Vikings, especially when they in, get into England. That's. It's basically just set in England. So instead of the Vikings raiding and coming in, you have the Danes sitting there, and it's basically just. It's an adaptation of a historic account of basically England becoming the nation that it becomes through the Anglo-Saxon, Scotland, Scottish, just all that whole thing going on. So Th- through an English 
kid that was an orphan and was raised as a Viking. But no, then through a Dane. I'm sorry, was a Dane. raised as an Anglo after. Nope. It's it's convoluted, but it's it yeah, makes it's sense. It's complicated, and you just look up, and all you have to do is just cheer for Uhtred. That's it. You just just root for Uhtred, and you're good, man. That's all you need to do is pick that guy and, and just follow him on the journey. A lot of handsome dudes and a lot of good looking women and a lot of violence. So a lot it's of to, shield maidens. Look at the recipe butt. for 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 a good show. Uh, by the way, Randy, I, I want to again thank you for being Harrison Ford, only because if I ever get the chance in my life. Um, which probably will never happen to interview him. I'm going to feel better about it because I've gone through this. Yeah, you've already, yeah, you've got rid of like the uh, initial like stage fright of it. Can you just say, how dare you, sir? Just really loud. Uh, uh, give me, uh, is that a fugitive line? Is that? No, that's, which, um, close line to, is uh, that? that's a uh, present danger, uh, clear and present danger, I believe. All right. Mm. Uh, I, I think me, I need an example of the line if you want me to do it. Ah, oh, damn it. It was Patriot Games, here, I think. Here, here's the thing. Randy, you look like Harrison Ford, but I know you're not because you're not pointing enough. That's true. That's true. You know what's really odd, though? And I'm sorry for the listeners because you know you can't see this, but even his facial expressions, like his annoyance. You know how Harrison <laughs> Ford gets annoyed? There it is. Mm-hmm. He's even, he even has the annoyance. Look. Oh, my God. This, okay. That's weird. It's scary. That's going on Twitter. So, guys, listeners... Check my Twitter account on uh, the day we release this. I think this might be going on Twitter. Just that part, at least. Anybody else watch anything? Harry, you watch anything? Oh, yes. <laughs> Love is Blind. Oh, you watched the finale. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Love is Blind <laughs> is fucking amazing. That shit is so intense. <laughs> I told you. Dude. I told you. I got a text, text message late at night or something, and he said, I just watched the re- reunion. I watched the finale. Fucking shit. I was like, I know, man. I'm, I'm telling you. What a great hey, experiment. If anyone listening to this is, is interested in Love, and, Love is Blind, has watched the season, then you know what I'm talking about. That shape guy is fucking like a TV villain. Yeah, he's like a straight up horrible awful. person. Horrible, horrible person. I can't shake him off, Randy. Yeah, I get you. <laughs> well, as soon as he talks and everyone puts their hands and their head in their hands, everyone's like, fuck. He's yeah, even, talking the, again. even the other assholes put their heads and their hands in their head. You know what I mean? Like, right, they're, like yeah. they're frustrated. Even the ones that they've you- been out assholed. Yes. And that's hard to do on that show. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, that show is fucking amazing. It is really good. You guys so should good. check it out. So good. Yeah. I'm really glad I watched that season. Yeah, I told you. Just yeah. made me, you said you stopped after Jer Bear. There's more than this, the Jer Bear, buddy. The Jer Bear got me. I'm not going to yeah. lie. I was, oh, if, I know. if you I go back it. a few episodes, I was pretty mad about Jer Bear. I know. And sometimes I you have to put aside your cynicism and just let things happen to you. And in this case, I did. And you know what? I was pleasantly surprised. Well, I'm glad. Eric, did you watch anything? Uh, yeah, man. I watched, finally... Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh. Yeah. It's right, there we go. Rad ass. That's, this is good. Um, I'm plowing my way through season three of Ozark, trying to get Great. go the distance before the last sure. part of season four comes out. Really digging that show. Right. And um, yeah, that's it. Cool. Cool. I uh, can't wait for you to catch up on Ozark. 
so we can talk about things. I did have an update on, did I talk about the boomerang getting stuck in a tree last week? No, I don't know what that Oh, was. yeah, my kid's boomerang got stuck in a tree. <laughs> and uh, he has a, like a super legit boomerang that Santa brought him. And um, so it was critical that I get this boomerang out of the tree because I don't know how many more years of that magic of Christmas being around there's going to be. But uh, yeah, stuck as hell. And it was way too high up to get. But I went out and stared at it every day trying to calculate how to get it out. And... <laughs> There was a storm and it fell out. So, oh, you know, oh, power man. prayer, man. That's it. Yep. That's there it. It is. What, Boom, what were some of the ways you were considering getting it out? Well, I was like, if I could That's get a really, really, <laughs> a really, really long extension <laughs> pole, you know, but uh, mm-hmm. they're super expensive when you get into like 40 feet of uh, telescopic pole. I thought about, um, I actually managed to th- throw uh, like big sticks up there this high. But if you can do like a catapult throw rather than like arm mechanics, but use keep your arm straight and use your whole body to flip it up over. But there's just right. too much stuff in the way, man. Too much stuff. Then I was like, man, too if I can much. find somebody with a drone, I'll knock that thing out of there with oh, a drone. Of course, get the drone stuck. Oh, too man. bad for them. But uh, I didn't know anybody off the top of my head. And then I thought maybe an airsoft gun, I could do it. But I was afraid that it would end up breaking it. Mm. Chop down a tree. I certainly considered that. Yeah, it's big, big ass tree though. Sometimes you got it. Also, glad you got it. Also, great movie, by the way. Boomerang, loved it. Eddie Murphy, Robin Givens. I'm just gonna tell you this: if you've never thrown a boomerang, you need a lot of room. (laughs) The I've I've never thrown a boomerang successfully. The arc for a boomerang throw is ginormous. Mm. and uh yeah it helps you have a slight breeze and i if people don't know man there's boomerangs are are handed for whatever throwing hand you have and so for henry they're left-handed so i had to throw with my left hand i was surprisingly good at it all things considered but a one side is the front of the boomerang it needs to face your face and that's the side with the airfoil shape and also when you throw it the point doesn't point away from you. The open V points away from you. Well, maybe that's why it never worked. Yeah. Yeah. Because I just threw it. And when you release it, it's got to be straight up and down. Oh, okay. You got to force a lot of spin on it. Boomerangs are neat, man. You're telling me, man, you've actually thrown a boomerang like a pretty far distance and it's come back to you? Oh, yeah. Holy shit. (laughs) Yeah, it's pretty rad. I thought it was a myth. Nope. (laughs) It's a myth. Nope. Dude, I had a never been disproven. My very my first wife, whenever I was dating her, I referred to her as the boomerang because I'd toss her out and she'd always come back. (laughs) Oh, and you have kids now. Oh no, no, no. no, Not not my wife. Oh, Oh, I thought you said your wife. My first wife. Wait, 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 wait. Say what? That's your sec your second wife. She's my third wife. Okay, you're third wife. My bad. Yeah, my wife. Third time's the charm, man. Yeah, it's definitely been true. I've been married to my wife longer than my first two wives combined. There it is. There it is. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for the history lesson on the boomerang. I had no idea. Mr. Graham. Anybody Josh else watch Chapman, anything? Josh Chapman deemed me an honorary Australian because of the boomerang, so I felt. <laughs> oh, do they do that life. over there? Down. Well, down that's where they? boomerangs are are from. Oh, they're from. See, man, I I feel like an idiot. I didn't know anything about boomerangs. It's all right, buddy. Huh? Yeah, 
I didn't know they were from fucking Australia. Really? Yeah. Not, how could you have lived in the 80s in the United States and not know that? That boomerang's from Australia? Yeah. I don't know. I never fuck with boomerangs, man. I just thought it was a given that everybody understood. I, I, I had a life in the 80s. I don't fuck with no boomerangs. <laughs> I, Man, I, I don't I, even need I to talk put, shit. I, I just thought that was like kind of like uh, a comp, common knowledge. Yeah, it, it probably is. And I feel like a fucking stupid idiot now. I had no idea they were from fucking Australia. Um, I don't know. I played baseball in my like, childhood. Man, I didn't fuck around with watching boomerangs or people throwing boomerangs or the history oh. of boomerangs. And- so now all of us that know about boomerangs <laughs> are weirdos. Is that what you're saying? I'm trying to flip it around, Randy. Yes, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. But it's coming back to you, not staying with us. Literally a boomerang, King Tom. Mm. Well done. Well done. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for shitting on me. Let's uh, get into some Star Wars talk. Um, Let's do it. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May warrior's fortune smile upon your efforts. There you go. Man, that's killer. <laughs> I'll, no, just, I love I'll just never get over how killer that is. <laughs> Oy. Thank so, you. Yeah. How was, how was, uh, sorry to completely derail the show. No. But how was feedback about that? Oh, interview? great. We had, that was probably our, the most feedback we ever had on an episode, like, messages and dms people loved it so and that definitely wasn't us three that was all mark so thank yeah. you mark thompson for uh sitting down with us and and doing that that was a great time man. great time we'll have him back uh soon somebody somebody sent me a message did he just come on? Oh, it's tracy moon did he just come on uh just to come on he didn't have anything to promote i didn't yeah. hear him promote i said yeah he just came on because we asked him he's a super nice guy so yeah he asked you right uh, definitely did not ask me. No, I wish that'd be, that'd have been great. Yeah. That's not how it went down, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. So listen, listen, I'm listening. We, what? Boomerang. Yeah. Sorry. I've completely gone off the rails here. <laughs> <laughs> Edit that out. So. <laughs> sorry. What are you out. doing? Oh, is it your cat? He's talking to his cat. Out. Yeah, oh. she's like, I, dude, I don't know what she's got going on over there. I think she's been hitting the catnip. I saw her bong over there in the corner. Uh, all right, listen, let's talk about Kenobi. You want to talk about Kenobi? Absolutely. Are you keen on it? Okay. Well, there's a synopsis. New synopsis out. I don't know where this showed up. Uh, but, Disney Plus. Ah, uh, okay. Very good. Disney Plus. They say it says this. And here's a direct quote. During the reign of the Galactic Empire, mm. former Jedi Master Obi-Wan Kenobi embarks on a crucial mission. Mm. Kenobi must confront allies turned enemies and face mm. the wrath Oof. of the Empire. Mm. Damn. Mm. So. Sex. <laughs> That's the worst hissing Harrison Ford moaning and groaning. I love it. Mm. Mm. The pointing. You got to remember the pointing. All right, I'll g- give. I'll I'll give you your point. When, as soon as you say something, where I can accuse you. Okay. Become very uh, accusational. 
So who do you think they're talking about? Anyone? Hey, Tom, I'm assuming the clones, yeah, but I mean, I I think the the mm. obvious answer is Darth Vader, but I would love it if the you know, that that Inquisitor, um, played by Moses Ingram, um, if she, you know she and Obi Wan knew each other or fought together at some point, I think that would because it, it feels like she's going to be the the main Inquisitor in the story. And if she and Obi-Wan had some sort of, you know, work together as Jedi, I think that would add a lot to the the story. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. That's pretty cool, yeah. And so, is she the only Inquisitor that we're going to see that looks quote-unquote normal, I guess? Maybe. Maybe. I think of the ones we've seen in the trailer so far, yeah. Right. Yeah. But they were all Jedi- of different stations. Uh, can you guys remind me in Rebels? I have a whole thing about Rebels that I want to talk about too. Uh, Randy heard it this weekend. Uh, I have, I have a, yeah. Um, in Rebels, did we see any any of them without their headgear? We saw a lot of them without their headgear. But was there anyone that would look normal? Wasn't one of the sisters normal? Um, the sister that was voiced by Sarah Michelle Geller. Yes. Looked relatively human. Okay. Okay. But she had like a really angular face, so I don't yeah. know if she was uh, okay. considered human or not. Even even in the right. comics, because they were used in one of the Vader series, I think most of them were, were aliens. Got it. Got it. Okay. Just remind so. me to come back to the Rebels again. Okay. Very good. Well, I mean, that's pretty rad, so I thought maybe it was the clones, because it says... Uh, Hang on, let me look at it again. Dude, that would be rad. I mean, if we see the clones and the allies, because it, it says it's oh. allies plural. So mm. you know, if if the clones right. are involved, because at this point, you know, the the clones were recommissioned as stormtroopers at least at some level. So, but yeah, who knows? Oh, right. Where's the uh, bad batch during this run? We don't know, right? Yeah, I have no, no idea. we have no clue. We have no clue. They could be on the run. They could be dead. Okay. All right. Well, God, I'm just saying they could be. So, um, Charles Sewell, uh, who writes the mainline Star Wars series, and he does like a ton of you know he's written novels for the Higher Republic Initiative. He writes the mainline. He's ever since uh, Marvel relaunched their Star Wars line in 2015. Charles Sewell has written. <laughs> A lot of stuff, and most of it's been solid to excellent. And I think issue 25 of the mainline Star Wars series has one of those covers with pretty much everyone on it, and they're saying it's going to be a special issue because I think it's also his 100th Star Wars issue he's written since 2015. Um, and they're saying the Grand, you know, the Grand Inquisitor is going to be in it. Um, a, bu- a bunch of characters are. So that's that's the Star Wars news. They haven't really said what the um, the story itself is about. I'm guessing one of those flashback things because the series currently takes place in the time period between uh, Empire and Jedi. Right. And what was interesting is that they have changed the look to match the look that he's in Solo. Oh. On, on the cover. Okay. So that's what. It was interesting about it. So they're going away from what would the Grand Inquisitor look like in Rebels completely. They're making this the look of the Grand Inquisitor, and that's what they have on the cover. 
the the Grand Inquisitor has made an appearance, mm-hmm. um, a, an after before. death appearance in this series because right. Luke Luke was looking for a new lightsaber. He came upon a High Republic era temple, and Vader left. It, and it was great the way it was carried out. So I'm the way I'm going to describe it is going to sound horrible, but Vader left the spirit of the Dark Inquisitor there as a trap for Luke, and Vader had to, or I'm sorry, Luke had to fight this spirit. And it was hinted that that was what he was talking about in that one Rebels episode when he died, where he said there were some fates worth worse than death. Right. That's right. Where he just just flew off. Yeah. This is this is the run you're talking about, correct? No. This. The, okay. This yeah. is from the 2017 series. Um, oh, okay. Where that took place during after the Clone Wars. Oh. Okay. This, uh, this other one was more recent, where. In between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, where Luke was fighting like a spirit of the Grand Inquisitor. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so let me let me bring something up here. Um, now I know people are tripping out because the Grand Inquisitor doesn't look like what he did in Rebels. <sighs> Here's my take here, real quick. So, Randy, I'm sorry you've already heard me go off on this. You guys that are causing such a ruckus about this, you guys didn't even like Rebels. You guys, everybody used to talk shit on Rebels back in the day. I, I think people are forgetting that majority of the people out there, when Rebels was out, were talking shit on Rebels. Because how do I know? Because I was watching Rebels. King Tom was watching Rebels and Eric was watching Rebels. And we'd always come on and either say we liked it or didn't like it. And I remember Eric always saying is, hey, man, that might not be your bag, but it's I like it. It's cool shit. There was controversy every week about Rebels. Now, all of a sudden, Rebels is put in such high standard where they can't change the look of one of their characters from one season. Yep. 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 Oh, my God. Like, just relax, people. Fuck. And, 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 and all of a sudden, you're the same fucking people that talk shit on the fucking prequels. Randy brought this up this weekend. You are the same ones that talk shit on the prequels constantly. And then now something prequely comes out on man, on book of Boba Fett, a fucking Starfighter or whatever. And then you guys jizz your pants because, Oh my God, that's cool. Look how cool the prequel thing is. I said that. Yeah, you did say that. I want to give you credit. <laughs> I said that. There, there it is. Go. There Thank it you, is. Buddy. The point in Harrison Ford. Um, so that was just my take on that shit. Uh, but whatever. Um, here is, so you guys can see, here is the, um, what King Tom's talking about, some of the, uh, the panels from this run, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah, Grand Inquisitor in his full glory. So there you go, peeps. That was my thing. Sorry, uh, Eric. I just had to go off there. That's all right, man. That's okay. That does th- that does bring up an interesting point that a lot of times the very people who do complain about the content of any given thing didn't have good things to say about the content that spawned those very characters. So yeah, dude. it's so weird. It is a wonder. At why does it bother you so much? And I know that I harped on this before. But the look what they took from us thing, I, I, that's, good God. Look what they took from us. <laughs> it, yeah. 
yeah, look out the window. There are real problems going on. Real problems. What, they, what I'm saying is they didn't like what was taken from us anyways five years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's almost as if it's, I don't know, like disingenuous. Hmm. It might be. Harrison? Uh, I don't know. Oh, it's such, it's just, it's just weird, but whatever. Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow. There we go. Is that, is that the, uh, the Star Oh, but no, there was something else, I think, right, Eric? Oh, there, there's, uh, there's oh my a gosh, I had right. already forgotten about it. Yeah. Great Scott. <laughs> oh, that's true. The, word on the street is the Hollywood reporter who has mostly had a decent track record uh, reports that Christopher Lloyd has been cast in season three of The Mandalorian. That is pretty fucking cool, man. Yeah, and uh, the the DeLorean part is, just makes <laughs> it even more delicious. But uh, it, it really is. Yeah, well, I was talking uh, on the Bad Motivators about how I'll be really disappointed if, for example, like if he's not a mad scientist, and also if uh, he's like you don't see his face. Because the guy's got just an amazing... He does a lot of acting with his face mm -hmm. and his eyes, and it's fantastic. And I also hope that should he be killed in the show, that somebody says, No! Bastards! Uh. If they don't, that is a huge loss. <laughs> well, I would love yeah. for somebody, and I can do this joke, I would love for that group of people that do kill him, right before they kill him, they go, la, 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 la. I would love that. That would be awesome. That's that would be full circle. Yes, I can make that joke. Go ahead. No, they didn't do that in the movie, by the way. So that's that's just ignorant, man. They did do that in the movie. Yes, they did. I think they did. They absolutely did. They didn't do that before they killed them. They came in screaming with that van like that. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I thought you meant right, right before they shot no, him. No, no, no. No, they just stared him down face to face. Yeah. But anyhow, yeah, there you go. And you know, never mind. I mean, because the jokes can just go on and on. You can no. talk about the world between yeah. worlds and you know, yeah. he's there when Ahsoka yeah. pops in. We've got to get you back to the future. <laughs> I love the 150 million memes we got within three seconds of the announcement of him and Back to the Future and... Mandalorian and uh, there's just a lot. Yeah, that well, was the one that ahead of time I'm like, oh, I can't wait for the low hanging fruit of all the memes that are about to oh, come. Like man. all those great Scott gigawatts. Like, oh come <laughs> fuck on, dude. <laughs> no, the best one was the DeLorean, the Mandalorian as the DeLorean. I oh, saw yeah, one. Yeah, that yeah. was uh, that was a funny one. Yeah, but, but whatever. I'm glad, but I don't have anything else. That was terrible, and I'm sure that. It, if you just edit all of this out and just go straight past the Star Wars stuff, it's probably for the best. But no, no, no. There is one more thing. The Star Wars introduces a terrifying piece of Sith making technology. Did you hear about this, King Tom? Oh, is Doctor Afra? Yeah, the Doctor Afra thing. Okay. So do you know? They, yeah, what is this thing? They're Doctor. doing a, a. You know, Doctor Afra is a an archaeologist. She worked for Vader for one point. Now she kind of on her own. She has. There's a very uh, it's a very entertaining series. Yeah, she's um, rad. 
that, yeah, she's a great character and it's kind of tied into some of the other storylines, but right now they have her off doing her own thing where she is looking for Sith artifacts. And the, there, so there's an issue that came out um, this week that the newest artifact is able to give non-Force users the power of a Sith Master, Sith Lord. Yeah, make him a Sith, essentially, correct? Yes. Mm. Um, pretty weird. But it kind of ended on a cliffhanger, so you don't really see it in use. So we'll have to talk about whether it works next month. Uh, it, it's it's entertaining. I don't know big picture wise how it fits in with everything else. I kind of would imagine it um, might not. But at the like I said, it's an entertaining story, and I like it for what it is. I love the Doctor Afra uh, character. Mm-hmm. She's phenomenal. I hope one day we'll see her in live action. That'd be really cool. Yeah, I hope. I hope so too. Um, okay, well, that's your Star Wars news. We got we squeeze squeeze some blood out of a rock evidently because i didn't think we had anything so well done eric and king tom thank you <laughs> well uh, done me for reading your notes yeah no yeah exactly thank you yeah thank you someone for reading my notes uh we have some emails that we didn't get to last like three weeks um so i'm going to read some emails uh email from robert this is robert from rancho cucamonga um, hello, everyone on the Sith list. As I'm sure you guys have talked about the Kenobi trailer already, I just wanted to say as soon as that music hit, I instantly got goosebumps. I'm sure he's talking about... Besides all of the visuals that this trailer gave us, the one thing that got me was the between darkness and defeat, hope survives. This may have become my new favorite Star Wars line quote. My question to you guys is what is your favorite Star Wars quote? Oh, Hope everybody is doing well and staying safe. Robert from Rancho Cucamonga. Famous Star Wars quote. Mine is a ridiculous one. I just loved it as a kid. Um, and it makes no sense why I like it, but it was, she is part of the Rebel Alliance and a traitor. Take her away. I would quote that as a kid. I would yell that out loud. And some random Star Wars fan out on the field when I was playing in fifth grade would look at me and just like give me a thumbs up. And I thought I belonged. And then I act like I didn't like Star Wars and played sports. I like uh, the whole planet's a city. <laughs> ah, see? Yeah. See, those are the random ones. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Eric? I don't know that I've ever really considered that. I don't really I don't think I have a favorite. Yeah. Okay. I, uh, you know, well, well, you know what? I take that back. Uh, when Yoda says, luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. I, that I, that really speaks volumes to me, man. That's pretty good, actually. Yoda Yoda always has some great quotes. Uh, King Tom, yeah, I, I there are a lot of like philosophy quotes um, that like speak to me, and I'm trying I'm trying to think of other. There was a time like in high school when someone would ask, you know, if I if someone would say, "Did you hear that?" I would say, "Sounds like." Millions of voices crying out in terror and then suddenly <laughs> silence. Like, just deadpan it. <laughs> so, I, right. I tried making that a thing. That's awesome. Didn't that's happen. A, that's a really good one. There was a, there's a line that was in Rise... Um, the, why am I blanking out on the last Star Wars movie? Um, the Last Jedi? No. What the fuck was the last Star Wars movie called? The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. There it is. Oh, that is not good. 
not just good for me, not just good. It's not good for Star Wars. Um, <laughs> there's a line in there that Poe Dameron says, move your metal ass to 3PO or move your tin ass or some shit. And it's metal really ass. under the radar. Phenomenal, though. I couldn't believe they said it. Move that tin ass. Move that metal ass, 3PO. Like, wow. That's cool. Les, do you have any uh, favorite quotes from the wars? Uh, it's really short. It's actually a combined thing. It's uh, when Han Solo says, watch this. And then <laughs> Princess Leia goes, watch what? Oh, yeah. That's cool. Leia always has some cool rebuttals. He just knew they were gonna they were gonna fall in love at that moment. It was yeah. it was inevitable. That was the <laughs> ultimate meet cute. He's trying to show off his warp speed, and she's like, "Uh, yeah, what's going on here, bud?" Right. <laughs> we got another email from the man, the myth, the legend, not Eric. OG Rob, OG Rob, uh, Les, you got OG Rob's uh, email? Yeah, sure, I could read it. Go ahead, bud. Hey, Sith list. Ah, the cruel irony. After three plus years of trying to arrange a throw the horns road trip, it is happening on the same weekend that I'm leaving on another trip. Mm. Normally, I would ditch the other thing and make my way to St. Louis, but unfortunately, I am in way too deep money wise to cancel. It's like I'm living out the OG Rob version of the gift of the Magi. (laughs) If you know, you know. Yeah, I am bummed not to be able to experience (laughs) the stone in love meddling. (laughs) medley sorry i have arranged a consolation of sorts and have my reservation to join king tom and eric on their first trip to disney looking forward to seeing yeah later og rob yeah man cannot wait to go to disneyland uh with you guys to see your faces when you see the falcon it's gonna be great and uh og rob and some other amazing folks are gonna head to disneyland with us which is fantastic so tom what's the over under on you actually making it to disneyland uh it's gonna happen if I am there in California, it's going to happen. Pride cometh before the fall. Right. As, as, long, as long as you don't mess me up. That's Careful exactly Icarus, I'm just right. saying, man. I know. Yeah. There, there's earthquakes here, buddy. Yeah. There's fires. Mm-hmm. So don't jinx it, King Tom. Don't <laughs> jinx it. Cannot wait to see your face, though. Man. It's going to be cool. You know what's going to yeah. be cool? Is we're going to have a Sith List crew... To just only Sithless crew inside that Millennium Falcon cockpit. Mm-hmm. It's exactly six people. It's going to be all of us flying that shit. So, and Eric and King Tom. He's the engineer. Well, I'll be the engineer because I've been on the ride a thousand times, but whatever. But pilots, let, let's let the yeah, two non-Disney. Oh, and Les has never been on it. So, you know, we can figure that out. It's going to be a battle, but it's going to be good times. It is, man. I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah it's going to be great. Time. I just want to be the gunner. I don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You can be the gunner. It's all good. There we go. I'll be engineer. I'll fucking take it. Uh, right. I don't care. I'll be engineer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guys, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I know we went over this. And Dolly Parton. What an absolute. She's a I legend. Right? I mean, she's just the, not only a National legend. National treasure. Just, she, that's the word I was looking for. National treasure. She, she sent a tweet out. And tagged the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and said, in a very, very nice way, said, guys, please take me off this, off this list. I don't deserve to be on this list with these amazing people. Um, I'm not at Rock and Roll, even though I'm honored. She wasn't talking shit at all. She was very humble and said, like, give somebody else the spot, please. 
And um, she said it was it'd be kind of like if ACDC got into the Country Hall of Fame. So the Rock and Hall of Fame tweeted her back and said, "We are not listening to you, Dolly. You are an amazing icon. You're you're as much rock and roll as anybody else, and you're staying on this list." Um, so that was kind of cool of them too. So, so she's getting inducted? No, well she doesn't even she didn't want to be nominated. Yeah, what does that look, dude? You're not no, down for Dolly Parton, Doc? No, I'm down for Dolly Parton, but it's like, come on, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, step the bleep up, man. Just be like, you know, not only are you on this list, you're getting inducted. Like, well, they can't announce the induct- inductions I early. I unless. know they got to do it. This protocol, do. Like, you got to respect protocol. that. You just then we'd have anarchy, that. buddy. Then what would Duran Duran do? I'd be sitting there going, "How about us?" Well, there's a new moon on Monday. They should be able to get into. Oh. Uh, well, they've been hungry like the wolf for many years to get in, so I don't know. My point exactly. How come on, you're you're waiting for an induction into something. I get it. I'm not trying to muddle I, this up less, in any I way, shape, it. or form. Less the reflex is for you to snap <laughs> jump at me. I get it. I understand. Well, isn't that what she said? Please please tell me now. Ah she, <laughs> has, she is saying that. She is saying that. One day they'll cross that white line. She King Tom's going to the cover. <laughs> the covers. All right. We do live on planet Earth, guys. Things will get better. All right. I think we're done with this. But I just when when the inductions do come out, it'll be an ordinary world finally. And oh, we'll we'll figure it all out. We'll we'll, boy, we'll get it all together. Hey, oh boy. <laughs> well don't they'll have they don't have their rides driven by the chauffeur. Oh the, the my whole, favorite song. My favorite. The whole Grand stupid song. ceremony will be nothing but girls on film. Ah, <laughs> nice one, nice one. Where okay. uh, <laughs> everybody's trying to get. When is election day again? Oh, we're doing election day. We're doing post Arcadia. like Arcadia stuff. Wow, King Tom coming strong, and that's why they deserve to be in the Rock and Roll <laughs> That's it, right there. We have a voicemail from The Whim. Um, let's listen to The Whim. I had to send in this voicemail as I was so deeply offended by the last episode. No, not by Nabu. Your hate makes him stronger. But because all this multiverse with Star Wars bullshit. First things first. Star Wars takes place a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. All of a sudden, Les is talking about giant holes. Seriously. Uh, another thing, Kenobi, if I see a lightsaber helicopter become live-action cannon, I will flip the fuck out. I know Dave Filoni loves to pull this shit to us. Remember what happened in the finale of Rebels? That's right, fucking space whales. So I'm prepared to wreck some shit if I happen to see a Grand Inquisitor lift off on a fucking lightsaber helicopter. And now for the real reason, I sent this in. The Batman. I was quite proud that I'm a 50-year-old man, and... I got up only once to use the bathroom and what ended up being in over three hours in a movie theater. I love the look of Gotham, which every new movie tends to go a little bit deeper and make it look a little bit grittier. To grab the look of it, you really have to look at New York City in the 80s, from the Gotham Square Garden to the Gotham Times Square, this mm-hmm. creepy, crime-ridden city. I w- you know, I was in New York City in the 80s, and it was just terrifying when I was in Times Square. I mean, it was all porn theaters and... I. I Walked in and walked out. It was that quick. I also loved how the Riddler was kind of the Zodiac killer, basically. Weird ciphers and these brutal murders kind of brought that authentic serial killer vibe, almost like 
Matt Reeves just pulled it out of a Netflix documentary. You know, but the thing I like the most, which has not really been prevalent in Batman movies, is at the end, spoilers, Batman is shown to everyone as the hero. He's usually the hero in the shadows. And metaphorically, that is the only time the sun shines in the movie. So it's, it's kind of brilliant. I thought it was great. Anyways, thanks for listening to my bullshit again. And, well, fuck you. <laughs> a little bit okay. worried there. Wow, Wim. You You're mad at me, man? I'm just doing my comic kid thing, dude. That's just what we I did when I was a kid, man. That's kind of ouch, but whatever. Wim, thank you for that, man. That was a great voicemail for once. <laughs> didn't mean to let you down, buddy. I really didn't mean to let you down. Man. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that again. Let's. What's up with your like cross Marvel and Star Lord and Han Solo hanging out thing? Like that's shitty. It's bro. no different than Ready Player One. Yeah, there it is different because it's not Star Wars. It there's still things. It's just like Free Guy. It's all all these video games do it. You play Fortnite and you have. Darth Maul skin or Darth Vader skin. You got a Spider-Man skin. You can go get uh, just all kinds of stuff. There's always an appeal. I understand if people are want to be pure and don't think there's a way to do things or shouldn't even explore it. But I wouldn't be upset. In all honesty, I really wouldn't be upset. And it doesn't even have to be uh, like mainstream character. It could always be something like uh, hell, I mean, they took Batman back to freaking prehistoric so it's not an issue. Like he had to actually be Batman with dinosaurs running around. So it, I get it though. Everybody wants to keep the bloodlines pure. Nobody wants to Targaryen anything up in here. But you know, sometimes it just happens. Right, right. All right. I just wanted him to make another voicemail. That's why I wanted to ask you that. Nah, we're good. <laughs> Again. Um, email from Lumberjack Nick. Hey y'all. So I got to see the Batman and I loved it. Noir Detective Batman is the best Batman, in my opinion. It almost felt like a dark and gritty version of the campy 1960s TV series to me. That's interesting you said that because it's some of those scenes, Lumberjack Nick, were in kind of like in honor of that series. The way his, you know, his mask looked was directly that. The way they walked down, he ran down the actual building was an homage to that. So you got something there. But alas, I'm writing... This via internet, which is where we are all come to complain. So let me talk about the one thing that felt a little bit off. This isn't a spoiler as far as I see it, but what was going on with the awkward like ride at the end of the movie, Batman and Catwoman do that awkward thing where you say goodbye to someone to start heading off the same direction. Then it looks like uh, Batman tries to race Catwoman, but she doesn't take the bait. So he backs up and rides right next to her. The whole scene, I found it pretty silly way to end. Pretty silly way to end a movie that was so dark and heavy. But maybe that was the best way to end it. What do y'all think, Lumberjack Nick? Um, I'm going to go with you, Randy, on this one. What did you think about that ending? I'm going to have to totally disagree. Okay. I think, for metaphorically speaking, I think it's it's pretty simple the symbolism is there i think it's a nice somber way of ending the film where it's not bombastic and he has the opportunity to to still connect with her having her right there and he watches her like go off into the distance without any way to contact her again i think there's something very neat and very noir about it 
Yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. I just thought they should have put Fleetwood back so you can go your own way while that was going down. Uh, of course. Just kidding. I did not think that. But I thought it was pretty cool. I thought uh, it was like the quintessential make the final decision um, mm-hmm. where, you know, that you think maybe that there's some point where they would turn around and go the other, same way, same direction, but it didn't happen. But we're, we're, that's, a lot, that's definitely not the last time we see Catwoman. In this franchise, that's for sure. Yeah, and my keep her. in mind they, they there was there were scenes prior to that where they were driving uh, together mm-hmm. a couple times. So I think it there is like a uh, revisiting that happening uh, at the very ending of the movie. Right, right. Thank you, Lumberjacknick. Appreciate it, buddy. Did you know, Les? Did you know that in the early '80s there was an idea? by the late Ivan Reitman mm. to make a Batman film. Did you hear about this? No. Okay. Let me know what you think about this. I'd love to get everybody's take on this. So Ivan Reitman actually spoke to Eddie Murphy about it. It was going to be Eddie Murphy and Bill Murray as Batman and Robin. And Bill Murray as Batman and Eddie Murphy as Robin. And it got pretty far. And it just didn't pan out. So, could you imagine? That was at the height of Eddie Murphy's uh, fandom when he was in yeah, on Saturday Night Live. So, we would have gotten... Uh, ah, maybe. I don't know, man. I can't picture Robin like that. I, Robin is almost just as broody as Batman. Like, I just couldn't... Just can't... How campy was this going to be? This was going to just be hilarious then, right? I think so. It would have been funnier. Be, they, you can't have the Joker yeah, as the enemy. Be, yeah. I was going to yeah, say, you can't have the Joker camp. as the villain. It was because you can't have the Joker be funnier than Bill Murray and Eddie Murphy. Right. There's absolutely no way. So, I don't know. I don't know. It definitely would have been interesting. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm this was sure from theaters Yahoo been, Entertainment, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure theaters would have been set on fire if that ever happened. Well, I don't know. At that time, uh, we, at didn't that have, time we didn't have the Burton films. Yeah, and National Lampoon was more right than that's uh, right. Okay, maybe yeah. I'm just right. you know maybe I'm just still feeling the anger of the confirmation hearing today. So maybe that's <laughs> but yeah. I'll just leave that yeah. alone. Sorry, everybody. Uh, damn, I you know what? Maybe it might have been funny. I just don't know because yeah, Eddie Murphy is a hero of any type. Mm. Well, I mean, he was kind of a hero in Beverly Hills Cop to us. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Well, even in the Golden Child, it was like okay, I guess. But yeah, yeah. Eddie, Eddie was God. He was on top of the world then. What happened to this whole Eddie Murphy signing a deal with Netflix and doing stand up again? That was a whole thing that allegedly happened, and I nothing has come about it. Yet. I don't know, huh? I think he just needs to. He could just chill if he really wanted to. Well, he's yeah, working clubs, but has I, he? I don't, yeah, but I don't think oh, he's in okay. any particular rush. He doesn't need to. No, no, the, to have like a the, the interview that I saw, I think he was on 60 Minutes or something, and he said that if he's going to come back, he's going to be working clubs for a long time to get the feel back. So maybe that's what he's doing. Right. Yeah. So that's great. And, and then again, he's still, you, you can't be the Eddie Murphy of, you can't be raw or delirious Eddie Murphy anymore. He, he's got to be careful. So he's probably, oh, yeah, that's he's true. Probably taking that's his time true. and working the right things because. You know how that goes. He can be if he was that dude back then. Now may not work. 
Well, he has, I don't think he has any desire to, I think he kind of looks back on that stuff, but I don't, I, not the best choice. It's not precise, but he seems like he's almost kind of ashamed of those times. Mm. Like yeah. he was a product of those times. Right. 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 Shit. Well, if we're talking Eddie. Fuck you! Fuck you! And fuck you! Who's Nick? That's the gold standard, though. No, it is gold standard. Anytime we talk about him. All right. So, uh, did you guys hear that Snoop Dogg is going to be in the Call of Duty game? Uh, yes. That is pretty crazy. Uh, following a tease just last week, Activision has today officially announced that the iconic rapper Snoop Dogg is coming to a number of different Call of Duty games. Releasing in April, Snoop Dogg will be coming to Call of Duty Vanguard, Call of Duty Warzone, and Call of Duty Mobile. So for you Snoop fans, you're getting some little little, uh, Call of Duty action with the good old Snoop. So that was our video game talk of the week, guys. Just want to throw that in there. (laughs) And lastly, I will end this podcast with a question of the week. I know there was a very big controversy last time I had one of these things. Um, I'm going to ask you a question. And there's only one real answer to this. And this would be very un-American if you don't pick the right one. (laughs) What is the best Friday the 13th movie? I will tell you personally, to me, it's Friday the 13th part three in 3D. Because as a kid, I got to watch it in Pasadena, in a movie theater, in 3D. Scared the shit out of me. I remember pitchforks coming Mm -hmm. at me. And all kinds of different things. Um, mm. So that's my personal choice. The movie probably sucked. I don't remember it very well. Um, but um, I know, Randy, you're a big Friday the 13th guy, correct? Mm-hmm. What is uh, your take on this? Oh, I'm going uh, to go with part six. Part six. Uh, le- what is that one? I, uh, that's the one where they bring Jason back from the dead. And it's more of a... Uh, like an old school monster movie interpretation of Friday the 13th, where he has like uh-huh. the absurd, like where he's ripping people's like hearts through their chest and shit. It's a very campy. It takes, it doesn't take itself seriously. Obviously I like like three and four. I think those are fucking fun, like awesome slasher flicks, but six is like, it's a good movie in itself. And it's just dumb fun. Like it doesn't take itself seriously. Okay. Friday the 13th, six. Which okay, which was the one with uh, Tommy, that karate six. guy, yes. when he's like old Tommy? No, I'm talking about where. Oh, you're talking about that. Manhattan. You're talking about Jason, Manhattan. That's 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 eight. No, there's the one where the guy Jason's killing everybody, and then Tommy shows up in the rain, and he freaking karate kicks Jason's ass all over the place, dude, and he kills Jason. Is that part three or four? Where karate kicks him? He. Beats his ass. He basically is this dude. He's a mysterious dude. And then like Jason and him have a confrontation. He's his, the character's name is Tommy, if I'm not mistaken. And he's Tommy like, is like the main. That's a what's his face? Uh, Feldman's character. Like Tommy is the ongoing like uh, protagonist. Uh, well, then, of, I'm out of it then. All I know is that there was a guy and he beat the hell out of Jason. And I'm like, that's what's supposed to happen. You know, where you start imagining yourself, just like in Nightmare on Elm Street, Dream mm-hmm. Warriors, they're just like, right. I'm going to fight the fuck back. You know, like, at the very minimum, fight back. But, you know, you can't really beat those guys. Collider has it. Well, let me get, um, I don't know if King Tom and Eric have, are fans of the, the 13th uh, movies. Uh, are you guys into those? Did you watch those? 
Uh, I was never super into them. Um, I remember seeing one, and it, I was very young, and it completely wrecked me. Yeah, and so that would be like my go-to. And part of to me, what makes it so scary is that it's the most seemingly realistic. The first one is correct. This could actually happen, right? Mm -hmm. And you know, to me, there's a lot of terror in that. Yeah, the first one is freaky. I know that he wasn't in it until the very end, right? When he comes out of the the actual lake, it's just mom that's doing all the damage in yeah. the first one uh collider i mean king tom you were uh, you have any i've never seen this? any of them there you've never seen any of them i don't okay do horror well oh yeah you you and boo don't like the horror okay so collider had the list and number one for them was the final chapter um friday 13th that final is, chapter was number two. uh well that's four no it doesn't tell me i think that's the one with Corey feldman that yeah it's four it's four okay yeah, yeah. Uh, number two was Jason Lives, and that's, that's number no six. Six. Yeah. Uh, Friday the 13th Part 3 was number three. Oh, good. I'm glad 3D. about that one. In 3D. Friday the 13th, the original was number four. Uh, part two was number five. Freddy and Jason was number six. Jason Goes to Hell, the final Friday. Number seven, Friday the 13th. Part seven, the new blood is number eight. And then we go um, number nine is Jason takes Manhattan. And then Friday the 13th, a new beginning. I don't know what number that is. That's number 10 on this list. Friday the 13th, just Friday the 13th in 2009. That's number that's 11. The reboot. Yeah. That's the reboot. And the worst one was Jason X. And I think that's the one where they go up into space, right? Or some shit. Oh, uh, there's yeah. a future. Yeah. Yeah, so there's been 12 movies, ironically, not 13. So we're uh, I think the uh, the New Blood one needs to be up a little bit higher. That's the one where they were trying... What they were trying to do is uh, get... Uh, um, what's it? What's the movie? Uh, the girl in uh, high school. She's bullied. Kills everyone. Carrie? Carrie. They were trying to, they were trying to get a licensing to have Carrie versus uh, Jason. Oh, my gosh. And, so that's what how that movie came along. And I think that's a fun movie. Uh, they had to like edit the shit out of it because it was really really violent when they made it. Right. But uh, Jason Goes to Hell, I think, is a fucking terrible movie. I don't know how people put that up as high as they do. Jason well, the one I was talking about is Friday the Thirteenth: The New Beginning, and it mm. apparently Corey Feldman couldn't be in the movie, so they aged Tommy up, and then Tommy and Jason go at it again. The wow. only problem is that there's no Jason in that movie. It is is it's not him and Jason fighting or what happens? He becomes Jason. Killer, man. Uh, it's a copycat killer. killer. That's right. That's why he kicks his ass. Yep. Of course. That's why he's freaking just karate kicking him and booting him in the face. Mm -hmm. so I'm like, oh, okay, this guy's beating Jason's ass. All right. That's cool. Yeah. Mm. King Tom. Yes. There's some Doctor Who news, correct? Yeah. Um, Yes, mostly speculation right now. Um, you know, Doctor Who, the, probably the biggest science fiction television series in the world, is going all it's going to hit sixty years next year. Oh my gosh. Um, the the actress who plays the Doctor Jodie Whittaker, she's the thirteenth actor actress to play the character. She and the showrunner, a guy named Chris Chinbull, are leaving at the end of the year. Um and. They've already announced that the uh, guy named Robert T. Davies, he's the one who 
brought the show back in 2004, 2005, he's going to be returning as executive producer. Mm. And whenever they have to replace the doctor, it's a big deal. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation and there were a few articles that, that tabloids have been, uh, publishing. One is that they're going to bring back David Tennant. He played, um, the purple man and Jessica Jones. He's been a number of other things. And yeah, he, he was the doctor from 2006 to 2010. So he worked with this Davis guy and there's speculation. They might bring him back. Um, another news item that made the rounds, uh, was that Hugh Grant would be the doctor. Uh, but Hugh Grant said that that's probably not going to happen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I think that was big news because, you know, he's a big Hollywood star. Yeah, sure. You know, from England. And I think he, he portrayed the doctor in like a comedy special about 20 years ago or so. Really? Um, Yeah. He says it's not going to happen, but people are not believing him exactly what's the uh the the vibe out on the streets with this like people are excited or people are shitting on it i think people are excited um when they announced jody whittaker you know it was the first time they've ever had a woman be the character right and other than than her they've they've all been white men um Mm. but during this last these last few seasons they've kind of gone into the doctor's backstory and they've been inventing some new aspects of the character and one of which was that um you know we we know or we've seen you know 13 or 14 actors play the role um but they're saying that the doctor lived countless number of lives before that and one of them was played by by a black woman um and who who was a character in these last few seasons so so and some people think they could bring back her too so i think it's just yeah that's cool. wanting to see where they go with it um and what and another article said that one of the things the bbc wants to do is kind of have like an mcu yes that's what stable I was of shows they're gonna do a marvel overhaul that's what i read right which yeah. would be interesting to see but because they've they have had doctor who doctor who spinoffs before but they've been about other characters doctor what no Oh, Doctor Where. <laughs> How? Why? <laughs> That's the um, question. When? <laughs> yeah. It, it, <laughs> oh, it'll be interesting to see. And it. if they do, I don't think they... That's it. That's all they got. The journalism. <laughs> yep. That's all they got. There's only going to be five of them. <laughs> yeah. um, bitch. I don't think they do anything like that off the bat just because they're re- you know introducing a new Doctor and they would have to introduce all these new concepts. So, Got it. Mm. Got it. I Like I said before... Um, I watched when I was sick one day, I watched like their Christmas special. They have like this weird Christmas special. Right? Yeah. It's, it's huge. Yeah, yeah. It was some weird shit, man. I, I thought Is that it was, the only, only I thought uh, it was hallucinating. doctor who you've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it tripped me out a little bit. I thought it was hallucinating and they had like weird creatures and I thought I was watching which, land of the Lost for a second. Which ones are your favorite Tom? Doctors or episodes? Uh, I think doctors is probably a little bit easier. I like I like Tennant and Smith. I really like Capaldi too. Um, right. Whitaker's been good. I just, her stories have been confusing. With I appreciate what they're trying to do in adding something new to the character, but it just gets confusing. And some of the aliens have looked a bit goofy. There's a yeah. I and that's a they you know I grew up watching it on on PBS from 
70s and 80s and it was all very cheap sci-fi right and they they had an alien this last season who was a literal talking dog that stood up but that's kind of like their shtick right like that's people get it it's like it's like campy because when i watched it i I thought there's no way in hell that they're really trying to make it look this bad Mm -hmm. wasn't well done campy though okay yeah like i think like Tenet stuff is like well done campy. Yes. Like that yeah. era, like I think that's when it like caught its stride. You're okay. like, oh, okay, they like they have their voice now. Like he was the right doctor for what they were making and the effects mm. were at that time where you could make a show out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really like the Tenet era stuff. Cause yeah. like Sci Fi Channel was using the same kind of special effects during the Tenet era. So it kind of worked. That the what I saw I saw a couple of Tenet ones, I think. Or was it just a Christmas one? I don't know. I think Tenet was in the Christmas one, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had a few Christmas ones. And they, and, then, and another who came and they both were together. Does that make sense? Yeah, they, they do that every yeah. now and then. And oh, okay, okay. They're expecting because next year's gonna be the sixtieth anniversary, so they're probably gonna oh, try and bring okay. back Okay. Previous ones. Got it. Okay. Well thank you, man. Um and then also Great news today. Chris Willis uh, tagged us on something like he always does, and it wasn't a dad joke. And I do appreciate his dad jokes, though. They're phenomenal. Uh, Voltron, live action. I was just talking to Randy about this at at uh, uh, Frank and Sons. Guys, if you're coming down to Southern California and you do have a break in between the celebration thing, 100% um, pr- tell, th- recommend you to go to Frank and Sons. It's a really cool place it's like a comic-con like um it's a con floor it's a con con floor floor, yeah Yeah. it's a con floor it's just without the convention you can find anything and it doesn't just have to be about like fandom stuff there is music things in there there's sports memorabilia you can find anything that you want in this there's place. There's cosplay booths if you need oh, yeah. accessories it's, for cosplay. I mean, anime, anime, uh, anime yeah. waifu pillows. Anime waifu pillows that Randy It's worth bought. the drive. It is, it's a bit of a oh, drive yeah. away from Anaheim, but it's worth the drive. If you yeah, absolutely. So I, so I was there and I was like, man, I still haven't got myself an old school Voltron. I have a Lego Voltron that Boo bought me for my, for my birthday, which I love to death. It's behind me right now. But I don't have the original Lionbot or you know, whatever that the Voltron was, and and Lionbot, it was actually Voltron. Um, yes. It was it was like uh, the, my dad got me that Catbot or something. It was awful. It was <laughs> it was definitely not Lionbot. But there's going to be a live. And I asked Randy. I said, "How come we haven't had a Voltron live action? We've had everything. Why haven't we had this?" Pacific Rim Two. Yes, Randy said it's because of Pacific Rim Two not doing so well probably stopped it in his tracks but we have news that they just conjecture i was just making don't give me that look less i was gonna say it might also be the fact that power rangers initially when it first showed up on people's tv screens you automatically go what this is just a ripoff of voltron like thank you less it, it kind of has you. that look, oh, look. obviously the oh. megazord coming together so maybe they wanted to just you know have some distance and then maybe the time is just right now maybe maybe it is Maybe it is. A but live it has action to be Voltron CG. is being sold out there. Yeah. 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 Uh, yes, it has to be CG, obviously. They can't do the. Uh, the I don't the think Voltron suit. is real, Les. I don't no, think they can't it's do the suit real. like they do for Power Rangers. It's a suit. 
So it's like a guy in a suit and full articulation. They just got to go CG and just get away fuck from that. the Power Rangers less. Fuck them. Okay? Mm-hmm. Just fuck them. What are you doing, man? You're pushing <laughs> away our millennial audience. How dare you? Do you like Power Rangers or Voltron? That's why Boo's not here, man. You're just laying it out there, damn it. Damn. Tommy the Kicks, man. How dare you? The Green Ranger and the White Ranger Mm -hmm. was awesome. Fuck yeah, Tommy for life, dude. (laughs) I hated Power Rangers, but I had to babysit my little brother and watch that shit with him. That was the only way I could keep his ass. I'd rather watch Go Go I'm not even going to. That's how bad it is. I'd rather watch Go I fucking like the Power Rangers. The early Power Rangers. I like that shit, man. (laughs) Say what? How dare you? How dare you? It filled a need, and it actually it it was worth it. It, it, You forget the phenomenon that it actually was, man. Two awesome movies. I ignored the phenomenon. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I get it, man. But whatever. I'm stoked about the Voltron news. So let's go. um, Let's go. Somebody buy it. They're trying to sell it, and there's a bunch of bidders. Evidently, please, please buy it. Yeah, let's bring this thing to life. Is it supposed to be a series or a movie? Movie. Ooh, ooh. feature film. Mm So do that would think, be very interesting. Do you think they'd do us dirty and go with the cars instead of the lions? <laughs> oh, don't fuck around, man. No, they, they'll do us di- dirty and go with Voltron 2, which was oh, yeah, the, the worst. The, the bodies. So so I uh, oh, we were walking we we're, were walking in the booths and we're we're looking at every booth and we're you know seriously like you're interested in everything. And this guy had the Voltron the cars and I told to be Randy, fair, said, no, but every time a Raj saw uh, like a, a Voltron toy, he's like, oh, there's one. He just kind of like shopped the prices. He's looking, he's like, yeah, I really want one. Every time he's like, man, I really want one. And then he finally finds this guy. I find this guy has the, a couple of them and he has the cars. And I said, well, he doesn't have two. And the guy heard me and then it became like this like long conversation about two and how shitty number two was, and then the types of number ones, the types of number threes. And I could see Randy just going, let's get the fuck out of here. It was here, like man. that fucking yeah. comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, it was. I was like, was. oh my God, this guy. I felt bad for him. He's like, and nobody was talking to him all day, you know? And I was well, like, no I'll fucking talk to wonder, you. dude. I'll talk to you. <laughs> I'll talk to <laughs> a little Voltron. Materials every Voltron was made out of. Oh, uh, yeah. He's like, the plastic ones were with I was like, oh, man. I'll just, I'll be cool and talk to you. Nice guy, though. Very nice guy. And thanks for the information. Guys, I think that wraps up this episode. It was Booless. Uh, we missed you, Boo. The Boo Bits weren't here. Um, the Oscars is this Sunday. I don't know if you care, but... For you Godfather fans, which there's a lot of them, like me, um, they're going to do a special 50th anniversary event. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, they're going to bring everybody that's alive on stage. I don't know. And Francis Ford Coppola, by the way, just got his star. I don't know how he just got a fucking star just on Saturday, which I don't understand that because he's made some of the greatest films in history. Apocalypse Now, Godfather 1 and 2, The Outsiders. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to say that with a straight face. I love the outsiders, but whatever. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So, uh, watch the Oscars and uh, let's see what happens, man. Uh, let's see what happens. Beyonce is opening the entire show up with her song that's nominated. So, there you go. Eric Struthers, where can people find you playing your elf game? <laughs> elf game? Oh, whatever that's that a is. broad generalization that's quite it's an, inaccurate. It's not enough game. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? 
find me. I'm on Xbox Live as Mouserat number 2217. But I'm always showing as offline so that I can play while I'm supposed to be working from home. So there you go. Ooh, nice. Hopefully well if my boss was listening to this episode, he didn't make it this far. And let's face it, nobody did. Or you can check out my other podcast, <laughs> The Bad Motivators. It's fantastic and awesome. Definitely nothing wrong with it. And you can follow me on Twitter at Eric Strother. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Tom Chansky, where I'll be sharing memories of growing up in the 80s, where we learned that the boomerang came from Australia. Yeah, I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I'm going to get so much shit on Twitter about a boomerang now. <sighs> Randy, thanks for hanging out with me and walking the floor of Frankincense the other day. Pleasure. Ple- pleasant day. Uh, Les, where can people find you? Uh, if you're looking, you can find me at Les is More on Twitter, at Les is More 78, sorry. And then also on our YouTube channel and on this awesome podcast. Yes, we're going to be doing the Moon Knight stuff soon on YouTube, guys. So we're back fully, hopefully um, on the 31st. I think it starts, I believe. So it's coming up for you Marvel fans. I'm excited about it because I don't know anything about this character. Neither I'm trying to I. go in. I'm trying to go in not knowing a damn thing about this character. Should be uh, interesting. Anyway, you can find me at the Sith List, guys. Appreciate you guys listening. Boo, you can find him at the Sith List. Boo, hit him up and yell at him for not being here or say happy anniversary, one or the other. We are only about six episodes away from our 300th. We have no plans for it yet, but we are going to have a good time at Celebration. That's for damn sure. Catch us next week on episode number 295 of The Sith List.